Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. And I wanted to share with you an experience that I had yesterday. So I was with one of our reps, and we were calling on this surgery center. Um, and so it was a it was a surgery center. We were trying to get in touch with their supply chain manager, kind of materials manager slash supply chain. And uh, our rep had emailed with this individual a couple of times about some of the products that we have. And they had, they had given us kind of the, she had given us through email the nod that, yeah, we're gonna go with you guys the next time we need this product. And that's great. And our rep had said, next time we're in the area, I'll stop by and introduce myself. So I'm with the, I'm with this rep yesterday and we're we're in the area and we're calling on this on this surgery center and we walk in there, okay? And we walk to the front desk and I'm, I'm there with our rep just, you know, observing and supporting and, um, the, the rep, you know, our rep asked the lady at the front desk, she said, hey, is so-and-so available? Uh, I let her know that next time I was in the area, I'd stop by and say hi. Something to that effect. And the, uh, the lady behind the front desk or at the front desk immediately says, oh, I know she's busy today. She can't do it. And our rep goes, okay, no problem. Thanks. We'll, we'll try next time. I'll shoot her an email. I've, I've got her email address. And we walked out. So from my perspective, and I'm, I'm not razzing on, on this route because I've been there a hundred times. I've done that a hundred times. And so I, I, I don't say that from a point of arrogance, but I say that from, I, I tell you this story from the perspective of um, what it is that we've got to do as reps in handling objections. Because this is, this is the area that it's, it requires, in my opinion, it requires the most amount of time and effort to get good at handling objections. And almost no reps that I work with are actually practicing and developing what they're going to say when the objection comes. And so uh, I want to I want to unpack this a little bit. And it, it'll there's a couple angles that I'm going to take with this. First and foremost, when we're talking about handling objections, there are certain objections that are legit, they're legitimate objections. And there are certain objections that are illegitimate. They are not legitimate objections. And the difficulty as a rep is that sometimes, imagine this, imagine this, sometimes our customers are not totally candid and straightforward and clear with us. And they actually throw us illegitimate objections. Can you believe that? <laughs> yeah, right. Think about think about when you I always think of this when I walk into, you know, I remember back in the day, you know, you walk into like a footlock or a finish line in the mall and you're looking at shoes and the retail rep walks up, "Hey, can I help you find anything?" And you say, "No, I'm just looking, thanks." <laughs> right? But sometimes you are just looking, 
But sometimes there's actually one shoe in particular that you saw online and you want to come see if they have it or you want to see if it's on, on sale or you want to like you use those illegitimate objections in your life as well. So first and foremost, don't make the customer wrong for giving you illegitimate objections, for telling you things that are not necessarily true. You can't make the customer wrong for that. First of all, don't be so arrogant because we all do that in real life. We all do that at times. We bend the truth or we tell people things that, you know, tell little white lies that are, that are not true. Oh, no, 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 I'm not looking for anything in particular, just browsing. Like, okay, yeah, yeah, right, right. Um, so first and foremost, understand that there are legitimate objections and there are illegitimate objections. And your job and my job as a rep are to decipher and identify, is this person giving me a legitimate objection or are they just trying to lead me astray? Are they just trying to exit the conversation, get me out of their face, right? And and so there's a, there are appropriate ways of going about that and there are pro- not appropriate ways of going about it. And so what we've got to train and, and after that situation occurred with this rep, uh, we were in the car together. And I'm like, all right, so you get this objection that says, this lady is busy. I know she's busy. busy. She's not going to be able to meet with you today. Okay, got it. Is that legit or not legit? We don't know at this point. And that's the problem. We never followed up that objection to either verify it or overcome it. Because we never asked any follow-up. She just said, oh, she's not available. And we said, oh, okay, we're going to go on our merry way. Now, I think you can probably get away with this. And granted, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go outside my scope of, of work. I have not done strictly phone sales. Now, I've sold on the phone. I've cold called on the phone. We have to do that in our job. But there are jobs where you're, you're cold calling all day long. And so you've got to make, I don't know, 200 cold calls in a day. If you've got 200 calls to make on the phone... And the first person that jumps on the phone says, sorry, they're, they're not available. It is much easier for you to say, okay, thanks, bye. And then you pick up the phone and you call the next person because you've got 200 calls to make. It's different when you are cold calling in person. It's different when you just spent 30 minutes driving one way to go call on this location. right? That That's the problem with accepting the objection without verifying it when you're cold calling in person because when you're uh, when you're an outside sales reps outside sales rep one of the biggest time killers is driving to locations to and from locations and so you if you've got a location you just went and cold called on and it's you know one of two offices or locations or potential customers in an area you just drove 30 minutes one way and you didn't accomplish anything while you're there. You just took an objection that probably was not legitimate and left. That's That will eat up your day. Now, when you're on the phone, you can just pick up the phone and call the next person. You've got 200 calls to make, right? There's, there's not a much... Um, it doesn't hurt you as much as far as a time killer to just move on and call the next person when you're calling on the phone. But when you're in person and you're driving to the customer, that'll that'll eat up your day so quickly. So that's why it's important to, after the fact, take the time to sit down and, and think through, all right, I was just given this objection. How am I going to handle it next time? When they say, oh no, I know she's busy today. She's not available. What are you going to say as the follow-up to that? 
because you've got to confirm that that's legitimate or not. Because your your time is valuable, especially when you're cold calling outside in an outside sales role. Your time is extremely valuable. You've got to make a productive call each time you call on a customer. <clears throat> you've got to move the ball forward, regardless of if this person could not meet with us at that time and she was legitimately bogged down with work and there was no way she, they were going to give us a couple minutes to say hi, introduce ourselves, talk about what we wanted to talk about. We still have to move the ball forward in that call. Because from her perspective, this materials manager, she's not even going to know that we showed up at the office. It's not like the front desk lady is going to go back there and say, oh, by the way, so-and-so just stopped by. I, you know, I told them you were busy and that they, um, that you weren't going to be able to meet with them, but I just want to let you know they did stop by just an FYI. Like that's not, that's not going to happen. The, we walk in, the interaction takes 20 seconds and we walk out and that's the end of it. And this materials manager that we're trying to get in front of has no idea that we even stopped by, right? That's a problem because it's not moving the ball forward. And again, I say this from the perspective that like, I've done that a hundred times, if not more, because you're always, especially, especially early on when you haven't practiced enough, when you haven't been exposed in enough scenarios like that, where you don't know what to say when they throw an objection your way, it's very easy to just clam up and say, ah, okay, see you later. Sorry. Don't know how to answer that. I'm going to leave now. Bye. <laughs> Like that's what happens. At least that's what I, I have done. Um, but I think the difference between what I've been able to do versus some of the other people is I actually do sit down and figure out, all right, what am I going to say the next time I hear, uh, so-and-so is busy. She's not available right now. How how am I going to respond to that? You know, one option is, Hey, totally understand. It's a busy time of the year. I get it. If you don't mind, we've got a couple of things that we'd like to touch on quickly with her. It wouldn't take more than two minutes. Can you just double check if she could have, if she could make it, make time for two minutes for us? Something like that, right? That's the follow-up to validate it, right? You can't just accept that the person at the front desk said, oh, so-and-so is busy. Sorry. Like, no, that's, that's not acceptable in our world when, especially when we're out calling in person, right? Our time is more valuable than that. We can't just pick up the phone and call the next person. We're physically, we physically drove over to this location. So we got to check it. And maybe, maybe we say, look, it's really important, but we're, it's only going to be two minutes and we'll be out of here. And she goes back and checks and says, sorry, she can't make it happen right now. Okay. Then what happens? All right. Well, let's, you know, if you don't mind, what I'd like to do is leave some information with her particular or specific to what we wanted to talk with her about. And I'd like to leave her a handwritten note, you know, something like that, where at a minimum, the call has been productive, right? This person at a minimum gets the information in front of them, or there's an opportunity that they get the information in front of them. Maybe, maybe this, you know, front desk lady throws it right in the, right in the trash, who knows, but we're putting forth the effort, expecting that at a minimum, the information is going to get in front of this lady. Number one, number two, we can write a handwritten personalized note with it. That makes it a little bit more real, more personable, but it's a touch point for us if she knows that we came in, put forth the effort, left some information, it's at a minimum moving the ball forward with her. What we can't do is just accept those objections, uh, see ya, because we haven't been prepared ahead of time. And so I use that. Um, there's, we don't have this course up yet, but it'll, it'll be on online on the uh, medical sales certification program website. 
Uh, right now, we only have two programs up there right now, uh, currently that are almost complete, Sales Fundamentals and Complete Shoulder Anatomy and Procedures course. There is an Objection Handling course that we're going to be putting up there, um, and we're going to dive into the specifics of how do you handle those objections, how do you decipher if they're legitimate or not, um, because that's so vital to what we do. Every customer, just about every customer that we walk into, you know, we walk in the door on, they don't want us there. They didn't ask us to come in. It's like walking in for a job interview that they don't even expect you to walk in the door. So like as soon as you walk in, you know, red flags go up, red alert goes up in the room. It's like, oh no, there's another up here. What are they trying to sell me? How do you handle that environment? How do you get past those gatekeepers? What are you going to do with the front desk lady so that you can communicate to her or give that they have the confidence that if if they send you back to whoever you're trying to reach, that you're not going to waste their time, that that this person that they're quote unquote protecting is not going to come to them and say, why the heck did you just let so-and-so back here to meet with me, right? You've got to, you've got to give them the confidence that you are not going to waste their time, that what you have to say is valuable and that you care about their business, that, that it's worthwhile for them to at least hear you out. And if they, if they aren't interested, you'll leave no questions asked, right? You want to reduce the risk that they are taking on by bringing you back there. Um, and so we, we, we're going to go much more in depth on that, but I want to share that with you because that was an example that is not uncommon in our space, you know, for, for outside sales reps, for people that do it on the phone, you're making 200 calls a day. You get pretty good at handling those objections, but when you're in an outside sales role and when you're in medical sales in so much of our job can be in the operating room supporting surgeries, um, you don't have, in a lot of ways, the reps in our industry don't have the exposure, don't have the experience just due to a volume of time spent doing it, calling on customers, cold calling on customers. And so then they walk in the door and if they don't have a company or a product that is going to get them in the door and it's just them, most of those people struggle. And so if it's not a recognizable name, if it's not somebody that you've interacted with in the past and it's a true cold call, most reps struggle to get in the door. And it's because fundamentally, in my opinion, they haven't handled or practiced handling the objections. And so, um, yeah, I, I share that with you just for kind of point of reference. That's what we deal with on a daily basis. That's what you're going to experience in medical sales. And, uh, you know, at a fundamental level, medical sales is sales, plain and simple. I've got to be able to get through gatekeepers to get the, the decision maker to present my product or service. And a lot of the psychology and the techniques are going to be similar especially when you're cold calling, uh, with, with the other, you know, cold, uh, with the other sales jobs that are out there. Uh, but it, it all comes down to effort and preparation and the time that you put in and that when you, when you do have those objections that you get, write them down on paper, just get back in your car after you just walked out. Cause you didn't know how to handle it. That's fine. That's fine. Pull out a piece of paper, write it down and say, all right, I cold called on this customer. This is the response. What am I going to say next time? Next time I hear this, what is my response going to be? And try that out. You know, it's hard for me to give you a perfect example because I don't know what product you're selling. I don't know what service you're, you're providing. But you're going to know if you'll actually put in the effort to write down what the objection that you're getting and who it's coming from, you'll figure out um, what it is that you need to respond with 
to try to keep that conversation going so you don't immediately immediately get shut down and especially get shut down by objections that are not legitimate. All right. Um, keep an eye out for the uh, objection handling course. Uh, it'll be uh, we'll be putting that on our uh, website again, um, medical sales certification programs com. It is uh, completely free. We give those courses out to anybody that wants to get into medical sales or wants to, to train and learn more. Um, so again, free, free courses there for you. So keep an eye out for the uh, objection and handling course. Thank you guys for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.